Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are, what are we, second week, third week into our furlough in the United States, and we're having some challenges with it. What do you say, Rob? (laughs) I think so. You know, I think everybody is getting used to finding a more economical way of just doing anything. Um, We... Our parents did it through the depression and and we kind of went through another uh, mini de- recession probably back in the 70s or so and now we're facing it again. So I, I, I'm thinking that people are, are not uh, succumbing, they're just uh, standing up to it and saying, all right, okay, we don't like this when everybody's got their own views, but uh, as far as why and how it came to this point, but that's um, that that's another discussion. <laughs> well, I, I think, think people are prepared. I do too. I think people are rolling better this time around for what I can yeah. see with respect to my friends and the military families. You know, and a big one is you're right, it's the cutting back. And it's it's amazing. Like, you know, we've cut back on soda, we've cut back on junk food, we've cut back on um prepared foods. You know, I'm back to you know, and it's healthier, so it's a good thing. But, you know, I'm making baked potatoes, I'm making oatmeal, you know, because they're inexpensive and I, you know, spend a little bit of money on meat, but we're eating smaller portions too. I mean, it's amazing when I look back to like five years ago, all the junk we bought. And I just went to the store and never even thought about what I was buying, just threw it in the cart and walked out. Right. And I think there's other ways of being resourceful too. For example, you might not just go out and come back and then a half an hour later go back out again for another errand. You might loop your errands so that you're making one trip out and getting what you need. Or it might be um, swapping out daycare instead of paying for a babysitter, uh, swapping out uh, reciprocal favors for other people instead of hiring a babysitter, well, maybe do family nights or maybe get together with another couple and who's got kids and doing those kinds of things instead of the dinner out and the uh, movies out, you know, you get the Netflix and you you have something at home instead. So um, I, I don't think that we have to totally sacrifice but I think you just find other ways of of finding uh, good things to do 
Well, that's it, Rob. You know, I see a lot in my neighborhood, the parents are carpooling a lot more, especially with sporting sure. events. You know, it used to be everybody drove their big, fat, gas-guzzling SUVs <laughs> individually. Yeah. And now yeah. they're packed with kids. It's like a clown car coming out of my van. You know, we'll have, you know, six kids on any given uh, trip. But it's it's great because it's also fostering a greater sense of community. You know, we went for a hike this weekend with a couple of our deployment families that are back. And Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're all talking about, well, what should we do? And we kept throwing around the ideas. Well, let's go to the movies. Well, you know, the movies is like 50 bucks if you're going to take six kids. And that's right. You know, and then, boy, heaven forbid you should throw in one bucket of popcorn, much less two and some drinks. Forget it. So mm-hmm. we went hiking. You know, we packed some food and we went hiking and it just was wonderful. I mean, it was something is we wouldn't have cool? necessarily done two years ago. Right, right. Or, like you say, the movies being so expensive. Yeah, once in a blue moon, it really is kind of nice to be able to go to the theater. But you pay, if you pay on demand or Netflix or whatever you've got in your neck of the woods, um, you pay the one fee, even if you've got to pay the five ninety nine, and then you pile everybody in the living room, and Absolutely. and have it all there. So that's there. There are certainly a lot of ways to um, sort of trim back and and look at the wonderful opportunities and and new experiences you have in the along the way, and that's pretty cool. It is. And you know what I noticed, too, is it makes special special again. You know, I think when we became very affluent as a society, I know I did and my kids did. We took things like the movies for granted or ordering sure. a pizza for granted. And mm-hmm. now it's actually special and fun. Um, and we did another thing, Rob. You know, I can't I can't afford to have anybody come and help me clean my house. It's just it's just not in the budget. Right. It hasn't been for a long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, my sons had their little friends over and by God, I had them running laundry upstairs and one yeah. of them swept the kitchen floor and the other one. And I told him I would take him out for ice cream, you know, to McDonald's has the 49 cent ice cream yep. cone. Right. So I'm like, look guys, we will go for ice cream and we'll get an ice cream cone. If you guys help me clean the house. And you know, one little eight year old was vacuuming and <laughs> You know, and I didn't feel bad with my slave labor because they come to my house and trash it anyway. So what's it to have them come and pick up? And you know what? We had a lot of fun. We put a lot of music on. My house got clean. I didn't have a stroke. The kids were happy all for the price of (laughs) (laughs) $2.50. And that just brings it all home again. And isn't that, that's that's really kind of nice. So I, I think in so many times people initially get a little stressed. And of course, there again, and, you know, we all have uh, attitudes or opinions about um, things that are happening nationally, but that's not what we're we're focusing on. We're focusing on the uh, the beauty of what we can make out of it instead of instead of the complaints. <laughs> we're going right. to make well, it work. Dr. Jody Bramer taught this to us. Oh my gosh, Robin, it's got to be four years ago now. Uh, uh, and she came on and talked about the new normal. You know, we were addressing as a company, or I'm sorry, as a country. I don't know, four or five years ago and she was talking a lot about the new normal and you know what this is just an adjustment to the new normal exactly exactly and there again i think especially military families are so resilient they really know how to um take a situation and just turn it right around if anybody is going to do it it is going to be our military families yay yay, yay. <laughs> 
I will tell you that I've watched some of my neighbors uh, who are going through this furlough because we're heavily, you know, Edwards Air Force Base over here, and and we've sure. seen quite a few um, of our neighbors on furlough. And I will tell you, I see some of these families really making the best of it. It's a great mm-hmm. time to get that honeydew list out, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, right. and I mean, people are mending fences, they're up on the roof, they're washing windows, you know, they're cutting out here. We have to do brush clearance this time of year because of fires but you know it's a great time to make that list and you know Mm -hmm. we came up with some ideas too rob about like christmas is coming up i know it's a couple months away but if your partner is furloughed and they're home and they can watch the kids get out there do some of your you know bargain shopping and get uh some of these things ahead i know uh, my one neighbor started making all her christmas cookies and she's like yep i'm just gonna load up the freezer because my husband is home and you know we have an extra pair of hands so by God, you know, it could, you know, could actually work for your benefit if you, if you uh, kind of play it properly in your household. Well, this is it. And yes, of course, we're not going to deny that everybody's uh, feeling it. If you're all of a sudden two, three, four weeks without a paycheck, um, it's going to be a strain. But that, like you say, that's not to say that you couldn't be doing up the, the cookies or doing up uh, some of the little errands or, and whatnot that have to be done around the house there's all those little chores that you say oh geez maybe next weekend i'll get to it or whatever and um hopefully that's that's something that that can be good you know i read an interesting article from the wall street journal and they were also saying this is a good time to work on your brand uh career coaches suggest that you should use a furlough to build some of your personal brand or at least some of your personal um uh, positioning, I guess you could say, you were hoping that things are going to come back, but it's not to say that you couldn't um, start checking in the LinkedIn profile and checking in your resume and stuff like that. Those are a really good time to to pick up on on those kinds of things, just so that you're ready. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, you know, the furloughs that we've had in the past, I know people were brought back and then, you know, their, their pay was caught up and everything Mm -hmm. was fine. And uh, I believe you have to pay back your unemployment for those who filed. You guys need to check with your human resource department to find out, you know, what Mm -hmm. the specifics are. Um, But there are ways to make this um, an opportunity for the betterment of your family. One of the families in town, which I totally dug this, they're both Air Force. They took their kids on a picnic. They took them out of school, you know, for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. The mom made a picnic. They went out there because I ran into them when I was doing my walk. And I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing there? And they That's said, perfect. They decide, They chose that because daddy's home and they could do this, that they were going to have what they called the family furlough. And they were going to yeah. go out. And make the best of it. And, you know, they were playing together as a family. And I thought, what a great way. Not that we want to do this all the time because kids have to go to school and we know everybody has to to work. But, you know, what a great way to take at least a little bit of the stress out of it by coming together as a family. And that's a wonderful thing. I mean, my, even my day, my mom would take keep me out of school every so often just to go and do something that was an enrichment, whether it be a museum or uh, go to the university and do a course that she was taking. She'd bring me along. And every so often, as long as you know that your children are, are up to date with all of their assignments and whatnot. Um, you know, I also read an interesting article, and we've got a break coming up here shortly, Sam, on Kiplinger's website talking 
talking just about the um, the unemployment and to make sure that you do check with your human resources and to because you can claim it looks like there's that you can but you might get reimbursed for that pay once you're back and so then you'd have to return what was given to you in an employment so there's there's a lot to be you know be careful of and that's where you really do need to get um be careful and and check with your human resources so but we want to make sure that we get Jody in on this conversation. Jody Bramer's joining us in just a few minutes, if, and I am sure all of you are uh, familiar with Jody. She is a family and marriage therapist. We are always so pleased to have her with us, um, and she's going to be joining us in just a moment. Um, you can find out more about Jody at jodybramer.com. It's J O D Y B R E M E R. And uh, she will be with us momentarily. We are so glad to have her. She loves talking to us about all of the things that the veterans and military families are experiencing. So stay tuned. We're going to be here with Dr. Jody Bramer right after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, digital and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. 
covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and our guest today is Dr. Jody Bramer. She's been a repeat uh, guest of ours because she is so fantastic. She knows so much about the military family, and she has answers for everything, and we're going to throw a ton at her today, Rob. We've got Facebook <laughs> stuff coming in. we got Twitter things. I've got direct email. Everybody's got a question for Dr. Jody Bramer. That's great. Oh, Let's hi. bring her right on. Hi, Jody. <laughs> Oh, Jody, you ready for the hot seat? I, I bring it on, bring it on. (laughs) So the first question we're going to open with is one that just came in through Facebook, and uh, one of our listeners asked, "When you have a family member that's on furlough, um, what can you expect? What are some things that happen? You know, when there's a big, you know, in this case, an economic change within the family dynamic." You know, the military families are one of the most adaptable, strongest units I've ever seen. They encounter so many more things than perhaps the typical, stereotypical family does. And it always amazes me the ability that they have, that um, people in general, and military families in particular, have to adapt. Uh, Of course, the first thing is to cut back where you don't need to be spending. For instance, a lot of people start limiting when they go through drive-throughs and buying their their beverages. That that's two fifty three dollars out of pocket each time, or even cutting back the number of energy drinks that are so popular. It adds up. Starbucks. It adds up. When people go on furlough, they have to realize that even though it's temporary and it is going to change, and there is going to be a light at the end of the tunnel, that. Just like you said, start serving oatmeal. Um, in, in my case, we did a lot of mac and cheese. Um, whatever you need to do for the moment to kind of preserve some of that change in your wallet is very important, as well as for the long term. I mean, here we are going on 14 days with the government shutdown. What can you do to eliminate some of the ne- unnecessary things? Do you need all of the stations on cable? Can you cut back? on some of the services that you're receiving. Um, do you have to drop your child at child care? Of course, that might be yes in order to preserve your sanity, but, you know, we do what we have to, and we have to. If you have to let that manicure go another week, you let it go another week, or you start having parties where um, people get together and do things for each other. You know, it's like that painting party or a, um, a chore party. You know, people can come together in, in miraculous, wonderful ways, and even on on very small levels. Haven't you found that to be true? Oh, I'm just jonesing for the chore party. I was like, wow, I could make a huge list, have a party, and bring everybody over here. I mean, you're right, Jody. I mean, the chore party to me is just a great idea. I mean, I've seen that happen when, you know, people have a new baby or there's a passing, you know, of a loved one. But I never thought about like getting my group of friends together and saying, look, you know, we've got, you know, eight couples, four weekends, let's do a chore party, one at each house, and help each other out. I have been seeing this more and more, even on websites that are dedicated to individual units. Uh, for instance, 
in Camp Pendleton, where I'm close to, they have different um, housing developments. And I'll see a notification on one of the websites that says, uh, we need to move, can we have some help, or we're going to be painting our house, can we, anybody want to come and we'll buy pizza and beer if everybody comes over. And the, the camaraderie and the ability to call on your neighbors, which, by the way, is one of the greatest things about living on base, is um, really something very special to villages, to communities, um, to chore parties, <laughs> to painting parties. And to have it be something that ends in something pleasurable. Say everyone does something. You took you took your kids for ice cream. What if everyone played Pictionary at the end of the night? Or what if everyone uh, brought their kids together for a joint babysitting night and the adults were in one room and the kids were in another and all you did is watch Netflix or rent something from Redbox? There's a lot of alternatives out there to spending a lot of money. Are you there? Yeah, making my list for the chore party. <laughs> I was like, okay, who can I invite? I got so much to get done. But you're right, Jody. I mean, how do you handle, like, I know, you know, whenever money's not coming in for me, I go through my whole thing. I have a dream where my teeth are falling out. I wake up in the middle of the night, like I can't breathe. I can't sleep. I have insomnia. You know, what do we do as a family, because I have little kids and I can't whip them out of control because I'm freaking out. You know, what are some, some things, should we talk to our kids about this? It depends on the age of the child. We don't want to burden our child. They still deserve a childhood. And sometimes uh, we, those lines can blur because oftentimes, especially in single-parent households, our children become an extension of us and become our friends. And we have to be careful of that. Children still need a childhood, so dependent on the age of the child, you want to be very careful not to overdo. Children, young children, don't have a sense of future. Uh, they don't have an idea of what the difference is between this is going to be over next week or this is going to be over tomorrow or this is going to be over next month. For all they know, that could be never or that could be any time frame. Uh, if you talk to a teenager, they would have a much stronger sense of okay, we need to buckle down now because this is, this is what's happening right now. Um, but for younger kids, it's more a sense of, okay, let's watch our pennies. You know, we want to put money away and save money for a rainy day. Or mommy's really stressed right now, so I want, I want you to go in your room and play. Or um, keep, keep that. Oh, did we lose Jody oh. for a sec? I think I we might have. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to continue what she was saying, um, I think it is uh, so important to have children understand uh, their own finances. If, the, if you give them an allowance or if you say, well, we have X amount of money, we can do this or that and, and sort of not give them everything right from the get go to be able to let them realize that, yes, we do have to set a limit. We, you know, we do this even um, in Girl Scout troops. We'll, we'll say, okay, if we want to get to this goal, what are we going to have to do to get to that goal? And if we have so much money, are we going to be able to do this? Or are we going to be able to do that? And I think financial planning is is something that you start right away when kids are very little. You don't have to wait until um, you know, all of a sudden you're going to college and say, okay, well, here you go. You have to learn to manage your own money now. 
Well, it's true. I mean, you know, I like to take my kids, you know, we don't do allowances in my house because I can't be obligated to a monthly outflow or a weekly Uh outflow. But what I do do is I allow my kids to earn things in the bank and they can earn things by, you know, doing the dishes, putting their laundry away. I mean, there's a lot of things they just have to do anyway, but if they go above and beyond, they can earn a dollar and we just keep track of it on the wall. And then when we go to Walmart, they can spend it. And it's very Uh interesting to see like how they negotiate, you know, because they don't, they know not to ask me for any money. That's just not yeah. happened. <laughs> but what I found is my dollar that I give them is worth like 10% of what the dollar is that they earned. You know, they get so miserly. They're like, yes. ah, I've got $25. I'm not going to waste it on this video game. But boy, I could waste my money on that video game. <laughs> Oh, that was Emily all through and through. <laughs> if it was my money, oh, yes, we, we need that $100 coat. And if it's her money, oh, we're going to go to Goodwill and get it for ten ninety five. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, it's so funny what, what money is worth. But then I will tell you, you know, when I get Christmas money, I splurge on something that I'll really enjoy. I don't count the pennies as much um, as I would if I was, you know, like putting it on my credit card or taking it out of my disposable income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think there again, um, even younger ones can learn, be learning that kind of skill because who doesn't need that skill all, all throughout our lives? So um, it, I think it's, it's so important and kids can handle it. You know, they, it's just putting it into their terms. And, and I think that's, that's part of it, being able to have them uh, understand the, the whole budgeting even if it's only with pennies or a buck so um it's well i think we have dr jody back dr jody are you with us i am here can you hear me oh now we can hear you (laughs) so what advice do you have for our families we're talking about you know teaching our children the value of money um and uh you know how do you what do you what are your thoughts on that oh well i missed what you said before um the, the value of money, there's a lot of different um, professional opinions on that now. I grew up with an allowance. I know that there's a lot of different uh, agreements out there as far as whether an allowance is a good thing or a bad thing. I think children today need to know, as you said, the value of what they're, what what money represents. Things can't be handed to them. If they're handed to them, then they're going to grow up with unreal expectations. When the time comes for them to step out in the real world and away from mommy and daddy who are providing for them, the real world isn't going to be as generous. I think Mm -hmm. understanding the concept of a dollar, learning to save some, spend some, um, maybe even invest depending on the child's age. I think that's so smart. Yep, that is. And and we we definitely agree with you. Jody, we're going to head out to a break. On the other side of the break, maybe we can talk a little bit about the stresses that sometimes families incur when they're under a financial burden on top of other stresses. I mean, the military families have deployments and they have separations that are hard enough. But then if uh, things like this furlough are compounding the stress, maybe there's some family... Uh, um, situations that are going to be a little bit difficult to get us th- get through. So maybe we could talk a little about that on the other side of the break. Would be great. 
That sounds good. We're with Dr. Jody Bramer today, family therapist, and she visits us so often with such great, great uh, reassuring confidence <laughs> that gets us through whatever challenges we have facing us. The benefits of visiting a therapist is very important, and we're so glad that we have you with us today, Jody. We're going to have her back after the break here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for smart health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. In the annals of recorded history, there has never been anything that can compare to home movies. But now, in this modern era, where do you turn for the best information? Right here. It's the Home Movie Legacy Project, hosted by Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Learn how to organize, digitize, share on social media, use as genealogy research, repurpose or even monetize found footage. Discover ways to find films about your own family that you didn't even know existed. Or create a documentary that can use the power of home movies to deliver a message that can impact the lives of many. For more on Rhonda and the show, go to our website, homemovielegacy.com. Then be here as the journey continues. With the Home Movie Legacy Project with Rhonda Vigent. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we're about halfway through the show, Rob. So our listeners, if you missed the first half of the show, you can pick us up on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can pick us up on the .com, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com by the same name, or you can go to our host station in Texas, Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com, to listen to this and over 175 hours of wonderful, informative, interesting, delightful (laughs) (laughs) radio broadcast brought to you by Military Mom Talk Radio. 
Wasn't that good? We, we, it was wonderful. You always do that station break so well. Oh, you know, they should just record me and I could just push an own button and then I get so tired of hearing myself talk. <laughs> Well, just on the before we went to break, Sandra, what we were talking about with Jody was uh, the difficulties of, of sort of balancing the budget, but also the stresses that it can uh, bring to a family. So I thought after uh, we got back from the break, we would talk a little bit about how do you work out some of the strain because every family has arguments or every family has difficulties when um, money might get a little bit tight, but compounded by the stress of deployments and, and so forth, that just makes it all the harder for a military family. Jody, what do you t- uh, say to certain couples who might be undergoing a little bit of stress when um, things do get tight on top of all the other pressures they're facing? That, that's such an excellent question because, as all of us know, money is like the number one issue that couples argue about. So mm. this is timely, whether there's a furlough, whether there's a layoff, what, at, any, at any time in our lives. The money conversation, first of all, does need to be discussed, and it needs to be discussed early in a relationship. People might have different ways of approaching it, and this can cause stress later on when one person might be a spender or one person might be a saver. But regardless, when there's tough times, the most important thing to do is to talk about it, to let each other know that you're still part of the team, that it isn't me against you or that you are doing this or you're the cause of this or it's your fault. It's got to be a sense that we're in this together. We are in this together, so what do we need to do to get through this? Because at some point, we hope things are going to change because the only constant is change. So Mm -hmm. what do we need to do as a team, as a couple, as a family to get through this? Not point fingers, not argue, not yell, not make any rash statements, but okay, guys, let's, let's be in this together. So what can you do? What what has your all's experience been when you've needed to pull things together financially and the emotional strain has taken taken its toll? Hmm. Any thoughts? I I cry. I really do. <laughs> I I'll be honest with you. You know, it's like I I was crying when we left Walmart yesterday. You know, because my my little son wanted this and my older son wanted this for Halloween. You know, and the stuff was just so expensive. You know, you guys, it's like the the shield alone for Captain America was twenty five dollars. You know, that was my budget. Twenty dollars was my budget for their whole costume, and you know, it's just not always um you just can't always cut everything and you know so I made the decision of what you know I would cut out and I was really stressed trying to figure out you know how do I juggle this and I'm like okay if we if we cook this stuff and we don't have any school lunches you know for the next two weeks you know we can swing it and you know I was driving home and thank god the kids you know are too busy you know looking out the window and doing their things but I was crying and I will tell you I felt much better after I had my little cry <laughs> <laughs> It's just what I needed to do. It's great stress relief. The truth is is that we won't be able to give our children absolutely everything we would like to give them. And we do need to acknowledge that there's that crying, which is a stage of grief, we need to be able to feel our feelings. They're they're feelings, they're honest, they're sincere, they're real. If we want to do something and we can't do something, whether it's buy our children something, get ourselves something 
splurge, live the high life, retire early, whatever it is that we want to do, if that's not a reality, then we need to come to grips with it. And coming to grips with it means feeling the stages of grief, going through that denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. All of this is true on a basis of it doesn't have to be a death. It doesn't have to be a divorce. It can be a loss of a good job. It can be the, the idea that we're not able to do everything we want to do for our loved ones. That can create a sense of, oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, you can. I do. Okay. <laughs> and crying presents a feeling, an emotion. And it's not unrealistic to have a limit of, $20 or $0.20 cents or $2,000, if we have a limit, we have to stick to it. And by letting our children know going in, we can only do this, then it allows us to be a little more creative. Instead of the child saying, well, I want that $25 item, and you can say, that's not in our budget, let's figure something else out. And again, that teamwork, whether it's with your partner or with it, whether it's with your child, well, let's figure something else out. Can we make that shield out of cardboard and aluminum foil? Can we figure out something else to do? Can we draw a picture on our face instead of buy that mask that costs $50 made out of realistic flesh-feeling stuff? <laughs> that rubber that, that stinks and smells so bad. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the night, it's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but you're right, Jody. It's like we got to do that. And, you know, Robin and Jody, you know, when you were growing up, I know for me, you know, like we were Christmas presents one year. My mom put a bow on our heads and, you know, big red cheeks on me and my sister and, you know, had a box and she wrapped it in Christmas paper. And, you know, we wore our belly tights underneath Mm -hmm. it, froze to death in Buffalo, I got to tell you, it almost blew away. But, you know, I don't remember ever having costumes that we didn't make ourselves but you know you know the generation now everything is so realistic with the puffed up everything you know but you're right it's like you know it was okay for me to be sad I wasn't being a big baby so thank you for that my online therapy (laughs) (laughs) but I think every mom has been there we all do we all do there's some times that we we reach a limit and we don't what what whatever that limit is and nobody likes limits. We, we want more. We want, that's, that's who we are. That's how we are. Our kids are that way. Our kids are that way personified. And we, we all have to have limits. And it makes us sad. Okay, so we can't go to Caribbean Island. Instead, we have to go to the mountains. Okay, that's fine. If you, <laughs> we, we do what we can under the circumstances. We realize whatever situation we're in right now, it's going to change. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same. It could be worse. It could be better, but it's not going to stay the same. And if we're happy in the moment and accept what we have and think of the things that we do have, I know this sounds cheesy, but truly, you walked out of that store in tears because you couldn't buy your children costumes. But the reality is, is that you have your beautiful children, and they're there, and they're with you, and they're, they're, they're something you can hold on to and kiss and hug and Oh my gosh, I'm I'm starting to cry myself. <laughs> yeah. But also too, Jody, doesn't it bring in an element of vulnerability? Because when all of a sudden your income changes or all of a sudden your deployment and your family status changes, that's beyond your control. And this is something that you had no ability to 
to have a handle on and being able to either cry it out or journal it. We had a wonderful guest on last week, Judy uh, Brizendine, who would uh, has a wonderful book called Stunned by Grief and then a journal that accompanies it. Those are the things that you can control in that you can write down the issue, you can write down the problem, you can discuss the problem, you can cry about the problem and then be able to sit back and say, okay, what can I take back control of? I now have all of these things that I've listed or all of these things that I've purged emotionally and now what of those things can I take control of? And once you feel a little more empowered, don't you feel that we're then able to face whatever else the world's going to throw at us? Absolutely. And you hit it on the head. We can't control external. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how it affects us. Mm-hmm. We, can, we get lobbed. We got get hit on the head. We fall on our faces. Things happen to us that we have no control over. But what we can do is manage how we do control it. We might have something that makes us angry, but it's up to us whether or not we punch a wall. It's up to us whether or not we we kick a, a rock and break our toe. The reaction is up to us. And how we handle crises tells us more about our character than anything else. Well, and I think it's important to show some emotion, too. I know, you know, I grew up in that stiff upper lip German military household, you know, you don't cry, you don't whine, you don't this, you don't that, you know, and I think there's got to be kind of a happy medium. You know, we were talking in the chat about, like, I don't want to underestimate the value of a good cry, because that, for me and for many women, and you don't have to go blubbering all over town. I mean, you can go in the bathroom, you can quietly just release that emotion. But I also think that we got to teach our kids how to handle handle things, you know, like our attitude is everything, you know, I was sad. And I think, you know, my kids looked and they, they're like, that's okay, mom, you know, we'll, we'll get stuff next year or whatever they did. And they, they picked out stuff that was appropriate, you know, and we've dealt with it as a family. Um, and I think it's okay for us to share those emotions. Jody, can you comment on that? We've got about two minutes to break. Oh, no, less than that. I, I can't agree with you more. The emotions are what make us human. In fact, there's a study done that says that tears that we cry from sadness are made up chemically of something different that we cry when we're cutting an onion. And when we release those chemicals that are inside of our body, those negative chemicals, the reason that we breathe that heavy sigh and say, oh, I feel better now, is because we've gotten the sadness out and we can contain ourselves and move on from there. It's like an immediate antidepressant is to cry. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true, Jody. We're with Dr. Jody Bramer today. Her website, again, is J-O-D-Y-B-R-E-M-E-R.com. We're so glad that she's here with us. She is here always to help us be happier, more secure, more confident, and more capable in every aspect of our lives. And we're so glad that she takes the time out to be a part of our lives every so often. And we're glad that you're here, Jody. After the break... Let's take this a little bit further. We're talking about um, dealing with kids and our stresses, and let's see if um, we can talk a little bit more about that. And when we do have those emotional outbreaks, how can we work it through with our kids? Back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. 
Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Why is religion such a thorny issue in our society and the world? And why has religion often become a source to divide people rather than unite? Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz is a forum for civil dialogue on religion and wellness on Toginet Radio. Dr. Ajaz Nakvi invites leaders and activists from all walks of life and faith to engage in a civil discussion on religion and current events. Join us for Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a stand. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd with Sandra Beck, and today we have Dr. Jody Bramer with us, licensed marriage and family therapist, and she always has some wonderful ideas and thoughts for us to to take with us. Um, Dr. Jody, on the other side of the break, we said we were going to talk a little bit more about families and possibly the stress that um, children might feel when a family is experiencing either uh, financial issues or separation issues you got a deployment coming up, that anxiety that kids are starting to experience. Kids don't always know how to talk it through. And, of course, we're talking a big gambit of age ranges and how kids can, can or cannot deal with things. But I think everybody, every mom is going to know, okay, some, something's going on. The, this, my child is not acting the same. My child is, is exhibiting some odd behavior, either uh, uh, lashing out or, or just not co- being friendly with some of the kids that they normally are friendly with. When you start to see these little telltale signs, Jody, what should parents start to think about doing? Well, kids react to stress in a different way than adults do, and again, very age-dependent. Children might show stress in the same way that they would show depression, which again, Mm -hmm. shows differently in children than it does adults. Children can get um, hostile, they can get aggressive, or they can withdraw. They can Mm -hmm. uh, 
doing the things that they normally do or they start hanging out in their rooms or they just don't seem to be as interested in playing with their friends as they used to, um, they might start picking things or um, not paying attention in school or starting to get in trouble in school where a teacher hadn't had a problem with a child that they've always been so good before, but they're noticing that little Joey isn't uh, paying attention or isn't turning in their homework or things that could be a very small sign that a parent would say, hey, this is, a, this is different than normal. The, again, the best thing to do is to start a dialogue with your child. They may not mm -hmm. be able to put into words or to express their feelings or emotions uh, the way that an adult can. So again, age dependent, you may mm -hmm. want to provide them with some words and say things like, um, do you feel frustrated or are you sad? Or does it seem that this is unfair? Or um, I know you wanted that uh, thing with the Halloween theme. I know you wanted that costume. Does it make you angry that we can't get it? And start those conversations. Remember, feelings are feelings, and feelings are okay. It's how we deal with our feelings that is not. It's okay for a child to be sad or angry or um, uh, any other feeling that they're feeling. The thing is, is that they can't be allowed to have that consume what is, let's say, required of them. They have to go mm -hmm. to school. They can't mm -hmm. say that they have it every day of the week in order to stay home. But they might be worried. They might be worried about the parents. They might be worried that the daddy is uh, not going to work or mommy is not going to work or that mommy and daddy seem to be fighting more than usual and they don't understand it. So it's important to step outside of ourselves because as parents, we know that it can't always be about us, and we have uh -huh. to realize what we're doing on our kids and how our kids might be perceiving it. Again, the best way to know is to be aware of what your child normally does and if anything is different, and also to keep a communication going with the school's teacher. So important. I know many a time um, we would, I, I used to sub in our local schools and it would be interesting. You would let the kids do some play acting. They would be, whether it be uh, with clay or whether it be with little Lego pieces or other little dolls and let them express what they wanted to with their play routine. And then to be able to say, how did this, this character feel or whatever the little name that they give them or how did the little blue blue guy feel when the red guy uh, knocked over his his blocks or there were so many things that would be evident that things were happening and it, it would be a, a great insight for us to know okay there was just a loss in this family so therefore we understand at the school what's going on and um, I think it makes it so much easier when the whole team that is involved with the child is is bored with whatever the family's experiencing without of course you know you don't have to tell them every every little last detail but yeah when there's when there's some problems you do need to let the teachers know Absolutely. And again, just like you said, to use objects or items. In my practice, uh, we have dolls, we have animals, we have puppets. A very good way to start a dialogue or to know what your child is going through is to give them a stuffed animal or a puppet or a doll and have them be you. Say, okay, you be the mommy and I'll be you. Mm -hmm. And 
and it's it sometimes pretty shocking to hear <laughs> what they say. Oh, mom, I'm yelling at you today. Or go to your room. It's like, is that me? Do I am? And it, it represents a mirror that that the child holds up to you, so you can see how you're coming across them in a way that they might not be able to verbalize. It gives them a safety because that extension animal or that extension puppet or that extension doll becomes their sounding board in a way that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, parents are too quick to uh, say, well, that's not right or that's not what what I'm supposed to. I think we have to just allow the child to say what they've got to say or express or draw. How many times have we gotten a picture and there was black scribbled all across something because they were so angry and needing to let that be an okay picture and to be able to talk about why it's black today and do you think it should be black every day or maybe tomorrow is going to be a different color. Or I guess I would always try very hard to make sure children understood that however they expressed what they were feeling, it was going to be heard with an open ear, not um, reprimanded in any way. So those, that's kind of important. It is important, and Robin, unfortunately, a lot of times, as adults, we're going through something ourselves, and we don't we always, always have the capacity to be 100% a great mom or a great parent. Sometimes we are kind of in our own, in our own shell or in our own circle, and it will, it will, by virtue of reality and humanity, sometimes not be the perfect situation. The kids have to know that too, and as much as a lot of my parents may not want to say it, it's okay to say, hey, mommy doesn't feel really happy today, mommy is a I really, I am really not, uh, I'm not uh, feeling like, feeling like doing X, Y, or Z today, or Z today, it's okay, honey, it's not okay, honey, it's not about me, it's about me, tell them, and let them learn, let them learn that way, to learn that way, it's not all around them either, about them either, mommy, I'm not today, and we can't be perfect, we can't be great, we can't be great, and that's letting them know this is part of humanity. I mean, all of us are going to be um, having to face difficulty. So they're going to as well. And I think it's really important. Jody, one last, uh, we're getting so close to the end of the show. Uh, one last bit of encouragement for families who might be experiencing something under stress. You were saying communication is probably the best thing and to keep those, those lines open. Keep the lines open, remember you're in the middle remember that things are going to change, and it won't always be all the way. The only constant change is change. Always get worse, always get worse, always get better, get better, won't always be this way. This way. Just remember, just remember, your teammate is on your side, is on your side, your party, your support, you tell them you love them, you love them. At the end of the day, end of the day that's what matters. That's very true. What comes to the point where maybe someone does need to come to someone like you? When when do we need Jody in person? <laughs> whenever whenever you not there is something you're issue with your partner or your partner or your friend or your husband, but I want somebody somebody there 
so important because I think sometimes uh, realizing that maybe that's the next step um, and people denying, oh, I'm going to work it out. I'm going to work it out. Um, there's, there is a very valuable element to being able to visit you or anyone um, that that's going to be, give that objective view, that, a professional that's going to give that objective view. Jody, it's always such a pleasure. We are so grateful for your time and all of your compassionate uh, expertise that you give us all the time. Uh, we hope people will visit you at jodybramer.com, J-O-D-Y-B-R-E-M-E-R, a wonderful website, lots of information, and I hope people look you up because... <laughs> A visit with you is just wonderful. Thank you so much, Jody. Thank you. Next week, you want to tune in. We have Dr. Suzanne Phillips. Uh, she's talked to us a lot about PTSD and some issues and some reintegration um, things that we would want to chat with her about. So do join us next week. We're going to have her with us for the show. If you have some questions, you're welcome to reach us at Military Mom Talk Radio. You're welcome to join us in our chat area if you go to toganet.com and you click on live chat. You can always be a part of the conversation we do have a lot going on in the chat room usually and it's always a wonderful way for you to get the questions to us if anyone ever is so inclined we do have a call line you're welcome to call us um, as well so by all means join us next week as we welcome dr suzanne phillips and if you missed any of our shows find us at militarymomtalkradio.com and here on the Toganet station. Thanks for being with us. Join us again next week at Military Mom Talk Radio. Take care, everyone.